It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. Well, guys, we have our amazing monthly guest coming back on our program, and I'm very excited to be chatting with her. But if this is your very first time tuning into the Divas That Care, a huge welcome. Divas That Care is now in its 12th season. We are listened to in over 30 countries around the world. And it's because of all of our amazing listeners that we're able to do this. So, you know what? Thank you. Please thank the person that introduced you to the Divas That Care because we really appreciate them also. All right. Today's amazing monthly guest is Rhonda Armour. Thank you so much for having me. I can't believe it's April and we're back at it, but I'm super excited to be here. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I'm always so excited about this. And we always have a great show, but... Could you, Rhonda, could you introduce yourself to our new listeners tuning in today? Absolutely. So I um, am a nutrition and lifestyle coach as well as a personal trainer. Um, And sometimes that can be sort of a daunting thing to hear because people are like, oh, goodness, like she's, you know, got everything all straight with her nutrition and workouts and things like that. But I'm really a realist. I I really represent real life and real coaching. And I'm working with real women that have real struggles um, sort of putting their self-care back at the top of their priority list because I know personally how difficult it can be. And I work with um, primarily women. Uh, and it's all virtual. So no matter where you're listening from today across the world, um, I am, you know, happy to help my clients always um, on all aspects of their self-care, not just what the food they put in their bodies, but just to make sure that they're being kind to themselves and they're just taking such good care of themselves so that they can be, you know, great employees or business owners or parents or, you know, sisters and brothers and all those types of things um, and, and really just taking a real approach so that we can take good care of our health physically, mentally, and emotionally. I love that. And you really are making a difference. The last couple of years we've had a lot of stuff going on. And yes. we really need to get back to feeling the best that we can feel ourselves. I am so happy that you've been teaching us so many things that I use on a daily basis because of what you've shared with us. Thank you so much. Yeah, it has, you're right. It has been a rough couple of years and, you know, we've sort of been hibernating because we've been forced to. And I think that Mm -hmm. it, it can be really helpful to start to, you know, you know, come out of our shell and out of our homes and, and really start to refocus on what's important to us uh, around our our wellness and and our our health and self-care. And that just means taking baby steps. We've talked about that before, right? You know, integrating small habits, you know, daily, over time, build your confidence and your ability to follow through on those habits, and you will get to where you want to be. You don't have to change everything all at once, um, but I think it's a great time, especially as, you know, spring is here, um, trying to really put our self-care back you know, on the priority list that maybe it's sort of fallen to the bottom and we've sort of forgotten about how to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. and really just putting it as a priority and, and saying, okay, enough is enough. I'm, I'm ready to do this and I'm ready to feel amazing again. Oh, I absolutely love that. And we're getting ready for summer too because I don't think, depending on, I guess, where you are, yes. we haven't really had the opportunity to really experience summer in so long. 
I know. It feels like it's been forever, and I feel like, you know, people I talk to, everyone's so excited, you know. I mean, we're, um, yep. I'm here in Ontario, Canada, and, you know, we're, it's technically spring, but <laughs> it's not as, as warm as we'd maybe like it to be, um, so we're getting there. But you're right, everyone's excited, you know, for summer, again, depending on, on where you are uh, in the world, but we all know that the nice weather, you know, can really drive us to, to feel really good and to get mm-hmm. back out in nature uh, and to feel our best. So, yeah, we need to talk about how we can feel our best going into summer today. Everyone, we are really excited because, like Rhonda said, we are excited to get into summer. I have all these amazing plans, and I want to feel good. So, Rhonda, let's talk about that. How are we going to be able to get to that point so that we feel good this summer? Right. I think the first thing I, I wanted to make sure that I mention is, is you know, I'm very aware that, you know, social media can play a really big role in um, what we're seeing in terms of how to take care of ourselves. And when summer approaches, we will often see a lot of things around dieting and about sort of what I think are drastic measures to, you know, whether to lose weight or to just, you know, tone up your body and, and all these, like, bikini-ready type things, and, and I really don't subscribe to those that sort of mentality, and I, I really encourage people to, instead of getting caught up in that sort of mentality where you have to make drastic changes so that you can, you know, feel good over the summer, I think we should take a step back from that. I think that's the first thing. Um, Sometimes we get really desperate because we, you know, have been sort of, we just talked about hibernating, not just because it's been winter, but because of COVID as well. And we've been at home and, and maybe we're not feeling the best that we could. And so we want, want to sort of jump into these drastic things to make a quick change. And we're really not looking for a quick fix. We want to make some changes to our nutrition, to our fitness. Um, you know, getting out in nature, which does wonderful things for our health, making sure we're sleeping, you know, start drinking that water again to stay hydrated, all the small things, instead of subscribing to sort of a, a thought or, or um, a program or a diet around one way in order to feel good for summer. Um, so that would be the first thing I would, I would sort of mention and caution you on is to really unsubscribe from, from that, you know, sort of mentality, that diet mentality, drinking shakes to, to lose all this weight in a certain amount of time. It's just not realistic, and it's not going to have you feeling good about your habits. You know, I think – I like I think that. It's, yeah, I just, I just – I want people to be – realistic about what you're willing and able to do with regards mm-hmm. to your self-care habits um, and not getting caught up in sort of the latest fad that you might see on social media. So I would definitely start there, Candice. <laughs> well, and, you know, we've definitely talked about that over some of our other programs is that there's so many things out there and we yeah. get really overwhelmed with what what we should be doing for ourselves. And I think, honestly, that's what the problem is. is We always want to try things that we think are going to work for us, and then in the long run, they don't, and then we get discouraged, and it's just that it's happening all the time. And I honestly feel that the majority of us go through that because we really think we're doing a great job. You know, we're we're listening to all this advice, and it's not getting us anywhere. Absolutely. And and part of that, what in my experience – in, in doing, you know, what I do on a daily daily basis and with my own experiences too. Trust me, I get how hard it is to, you know, take good care of yourself. I understand it. I have a busy life, I have a business, I have two kids, so I get it. Um, but I think a lot of it comes from the fact that we don't trust ourselves. So when we buy into different diets and different sort of fad things, especially around summertime, that apparently promise us all these results that we're so looking for and we, we, we're just so desperate to, to have change, 
that it's because we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust ourselves to make good choices. So we need to, we feel we need to follow a set of rules that are associated with the diet, right? And so, so what I would encourage people to do is to start trusting yourself again. You know what it takes for you to feel good. You, we all know what's healthy food versus unhealthy food. We know that we need to move our bodies. We know that we need to manage our stress. We need to get, you know, a certain number of hours of sleep, you know, a night. We know what we need to do. And I, I want everyone to start to trust themselves again versus putting their trust in some sort of program that is not made for you. Um, and, and go back to some of the basics around, around just good health. Like I said, eating good, healthy food, you know, preparing that in advance, doing some planning, um, getting out in nature and, and walking and being active. We know what we need to do, and we need to start trusting ourselves a little bit more, I think, to, to, to you know, get to where we want to be instead of putting our trust mm-hmm. in another program or diet that isn't going to serve us very well. I like that. Like, I'm going to ask you, is it true that when you, you're stopping and starting different types of cycles, uh, different types of programs, is that when it's really bad for you because you're you're very strict and then all of a sudden you stop and that's when you gain weight. So how like honestly yeah. how yes how is this on your health? It's 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 actually it it wreaks havoc on your health, not only physically, okay, and we can't see what's going on inside of our body, but physically when we stop and start these things, especially when they're very drastic measures. Mm-hmm. But the mental impact it has on us, right? We start something, we think we're really excited because we're going we're gonna to do X, Y, Z, and we're going to do all these things. And then when we don't do it, we beat ourselves up about it. There's shame associated with it. We feel bad. We feel guilty. Then we're like, oh, well, what's the point of this? I can't do this. I feel like a failure. And then we go to the extreme of really not taking care of ourselves, right? Because we think, what is the point, right? And then you get sick and tired of sort of feeling like that. So then you start something else versus... Let's just take baby steps and change small things. We've talked about this in previous shows, right? Mm-hmm. Take some small steps. What is one thing that you could fix today or start to work on today? Maybe that means, you know what, I'm just going to start walking outside more or I'm going to start drinking more water. And you build on that versus going all in, right, on some sort of program or diet that, that you think is going to be the answer because it's not. And you're right, stopping and starting that whole cycle, it's vicious. And I think it's the instant gratification. We're, we live yeah. in a society that it's instant gratification so that when we don't see the results instantly, we yeah. think that we're failures. Yeah. And then we do something else. I, I think that's the worst thing that's ever happened is that we, have, we feel like we need to have results instantly. And I love yeah. how you're saying, you know, baby steps. Let's just do this yeah. one step at a time. But I think that as a society, we feel, no, it has to happen overnight. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. You're totally right. And we don't, we, we're not good at being patient, right? We're not good at, like I said earlier, trusting ourselves that we're on a path that's going to work for us. Um, and you're right, we want instant results. And it doesn't work like that. And it's unfortunate because people don't allow for time to pass and for changes to just take place. And, you know, I want to remind people that when you, when you go super strict with, you know, some sort of diet or program that you think is going to work, I want you to remember that whoever put this program together, right, or diet, was not thinking about you, right? They were not thinking about you as a human being and what your likes are, what your dislikes are, what your schedule is like in your life, what is your family like, what are the dynamics. It's not made for you. So trying to integrate habits from a program that are not about you is not going to work long term. And that's why it's important to trust yourself and say, okay, this is what's going to work for me because I know me best. 
right? And whether, again, around the area of nutrition and the food you're putting in your body and how you're going to implement those habits, when you're going to get your exercise in, how you're going to get good sleep, all of those different habits, and make it about you and a custom plan versus a plan that you've seen online or your friend is doing or, you know, whatever. It's not made for you. And I Mm -hmm. want you to start to think about that, and that's why it fails. Right? It's not you that's failing. The program has failed you. You have not failed. Um, and that's, like that. that's, that's the difference, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and you're right about the instant gratification. And then the other thing is about a diet is what happens if you do see results and you're patient enough to have results, and then you get to the point where maybe you reach your goal, right, of whatever that might look like. It's not always tied to weight loss either at all. But what if you reach your goal with this particular program or diet? Then what? Have you really learned how to take care of yourself without somebody else telling you how to do it, right? Um, So I really want people to take ownership, right, and take that ownership back and trust yourself and be strong in who you are and what's going to work for you instead of trusting some other person, program, you know, um, diet, whatever it might be, and instead create a plan that's going to work custom for you that's been created by you. So, Rhonda, talk to me about when you're meeting with somebody, mm-hmm. tell me the steps on how it works. So when I initially meet with someone, you know, they pull out a bunch of paperwork just so I can get to know what their life is like. And we start small. You know, based on the paperwork that they filled out, I can, it's very, you know, obvious very quickly what some of the main issues are. And, again, it could be about and any particular, it could be the food, which is often it is the food is it tends to be a big step. It could be the fitness. It could be maybe they're not sleeping at all. Maybe they're really stressed because they have a high-stress job. But then we zero in on little habits related to each of those areas. So if it is food, you know, we don't just, I don't, I don't have, I don't give out meal plans. I don't tell people what to eat because, again, that's not about them. But we explore, okay, what are you eating right now? And, and how can we sort of make some small changes? Let's focus on just breakfast, for instance. And how do we make some small tweaks while giving you lots of choices that you can turn to so that you feel like you're back in control. You're in the driver's seat. It's not me saying, okay, listen, you have to have a protein shake every day for breakfast, and then the person says, but I don't like protein shakes. Well, then there you go. That's not going to work, right? But if we can give you, you know, four or five other choices that work for you, then you feel like you're back in the driver's seat because now you get to decide what's going to work. And we build the meals and the choices, same with fitness. You know, I don't tell people how to work out or what specific plans, you know, to do. I want you to do what you love because then you're going to do it. Yeah. Right. So so when I work with people, we, we're just doing small habits. You know, if if they're going to bed at one in the morning and not getting enough sleep, can we back it up and try 1230? You know, and, and we just make small things so it's not like we're turning the world upside down. And whether you're working with me or you're just trying to do this on your own, it's the same thing. Let's pick out so the, the big things and then really narrow them down and zero into some specific habits under that sort of umbrella of either nutrition, fitness, sleep, whatever, and, and pick some specific habits. But every person is going to be different on what sort of a priority for them and where we need to start. But we start small, Candace. We really, really start small. But that's what builds their confidence because then when they see, yeah. okay, I can do this, I can do this, and then we build from there. Well, and I, I really like how you mentioned that sleep is a big part of it. Uh, you know, people are don't realize how important you know, getting enough sleep every night will mm-hmm. really change things. 
Absolutely. Our, it, it's really one of the foundational pieces because we all know how we, how we feel when we don't sleep. You know, we don't feel well. We don't feel alert. We don't have energy. We know we don't make good choices. Um, you know, around food or whether or not we're going to get our workout in that day or whatever else it has to do with, we're just not, um, we're not on our game, right? We don't have as much control over everything as we would like because we're just too tired to handle whatever life is sort of throwing at us. And we're just sort of barely keeping our head above water. And that's not how we want to feel. So if you can think of sleep as foundation if you can have you know get be getting good sleep that is a creates a strong foundation for you being able to implement the other healthy habits that you're looking to implement i love it and that what a simple way to get started to mm-hmm. start feeling better for summer and that's what we're all about yeah. today um so Rhonda, what other kind of tips do you have to help some of our listeners today we definitely want to share how they can get a hold of you but besides that how what kind of tips can you provide us today? Yeah, so for summer, you know, we talked about it as being like, you know, a fantastic time of year. It's something we're all looking forward to. Um, and I just, you know, want to remind people that <clears throat> it, it, summer can sometimes, you know, take on a life of its own in terms of barbecues and gatherings and weddings and all these, you know, cottages and all these fun things that we like to do, which we find, you know, I often have people say, well, I find it really hard to, you know, eat healthy in the summer and I find it hard to like, you know, dedicate myself to my work, my workouts. And I want people to remember that just because it's summer doesn't mean that we still can't have some routine, that we can't, you know, we, we, can, we can still have um, some planning involved and think ahead, be proactive, um, and really make it work for you. Doesn't mean you need to give up all the fun by any means. Um, but let's not let it be sort of a free-for-all where by the time we are finished with summer that we feel worse than when we went into summer, right? It's a great opportunity to, um, to find some balance with the fun, but also taking back control over your health. Um, so that still means, you know, being able to attend that local barbecue at the friend's house down the street, but it also means that, you know, maybe you're bringing some food to the occasion so that you are, um, you know, contributing something healthier so that there's not, you know, limited options for you. Um, it's all sorts of, you know, strategy that has to go into having a successful summer, not only from the fun perspective, but from your self-care perspective as well. So be proactive, plan follow some routines still, and, of course, have fun because that will propel you to, you know, continue to move forward in your self-care journey. I love it. It is, and it, that's what it is. It's just a journey, guys. Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight. This is, Rhonda provides amazing tips to help you live your life to the best that you can live it, you know, really enjoy it, have fun, you know, but have those good healthy habits, and then you'll feel better, and then you'll be happier. And that impacts the people around you, which – I really love, and that's why I love having you on here, because, Rhonda, it's not just the person that you're working with that it's helping. It's helping everybody around them, trickling effect that it just works with everybody else. So, Rhonda, how can our listeners get a hold of you so that they can work with you, they can follow you? What's your social media handles? Uh, so you can find me at Rhonda Armour Coaching on uh, Instagram and Facebook, and my website is RhondaArmourCoaching.com. You can see my different programs there and sort of my methodology around coaching, which I talked a lot about today. 
Um, it's real life. It's real coaching. And you get, you get a feel for that on my website as well. And then you can reach out if you just want to touch base and see how it all works and more details for you. There's no pressure to commit to anything. I love to just chat with women to see how we can, you know, maybe put their self-care back at the top of the priority list. And, Rana, so one last question I have for you. Yeah. Do you have any upcoming workshops, anything like that for, you know, our listeners? Um, I don't have any current workshops, but I was thinking about this because I kind of teased it last week and I thought maybe it's time to spill the beans a little bit. Um, And this really goes in line with what we talked about today um, around, you know, not sort of subscribing to diets and and programs that don't work for you and really trying to start small and and build on those habits. I actually am working on a book right now, Candice, which I'm really excited about. um, Wow. a lot of, of my own personal stories um, around, you know, my relationship with food and um, some of the, the battles I have faced around my own self-care. I have some stories about clients that are, you know, um, often amazing inspirational um, stories, but also just sort of some real tidbits of information that I feel that kind of the everyday woman can um, really zero in on and relate to. Um, so I have that in the works. So it won't be coming out probably the fall. Um, but I thought I'd throw it out there because I think it's it's going to be sort of a, a must read in terms of just like let's call things how it how they are and let's be real about this and the struggles that we all have about taking good care of ourselves. And then you know there's there's some, some hopefully like I said some helpful tidbits of information that might be inspirational uh, for those out there. I am so excited about that, Rhonda. Congratulations. I can't wait to be able to read it and have you back on, you know, when the book obviously is going to be launching and getting that information to our listeners. Thank you so much. I appreciate your support. Um, I think it's going to be, I tried to be as real as I could in it so that it wasn't just, you know, another diet book. It's not like that at all. It's the, it's the complete polar opposite of that. That's not what we need right now. We need some real discussion and real conversation about what we're all sort of going yes. through. And and so hopefully it, it, it touches some, some hearts and, and, you know, people get something out of it. Well, I'm pretty sure they will. I, this is amazing, and we're really excited about that. Rhonda, I am so happy that you took the time today to chat with all of us today. I love chatting with you and learning from you. And for all of our listeners, Rhonda does have quite a few shows with the Divas at Care. We do have a playlist now that we have posted on SoundCloud with all of Rhonda's shows that it's really easy to access. You can also listen to all of Rhonda's shows at Divas at Care. Rhonda, I'm really excited because next month we will have you back on the program to chat more. Thank you so much, Candice. It's always an honor to be here. You do amazing work. Um, So I'm I'm very grateful. Thank you again for having me. It is my pleasure. I love chatting with you, honestly. And to all of our listeners, thank you you so much for tuning in today. We have such a great time on Divas That Care. We have so many amazing new hosts. We have so many amazing, great guests that come onto our show Thank you guys so much for taking this call. Please share it with your friends and family. Go check out all of our other programs. You know, that's what the Divas of Care is all about, is supporting, inspiring, empowering, sharing, collaborating, everything that we can do to get people to have conversations, to share amazing stories, and to uplift you. We really want that. That's what we want is to make the world a better place. And we always say that one podcast at a time, um, we hope to be able to do that. So thank you guys so much for tuning into the Divas That Care. I hope that you have a great day. And please do something kind. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, 
And of course, on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.